0: Let's not waste any time. Welcome back. Good morning. Good afternoon. We move into our second hour. It is a three hour program. As you know, I'm Jim Rome. Great to have you here. We are here for the divisional weekend, the divisional round. And as we start off hour number two, if you're on hold, stay there. If not, phone lines are open 1 800 636 8686. But no offense, more importantly, Way more importantly, we are joined right now by a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He played nine seasons with the Detroit Lions. He is a six-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro. He set an NFL record with 1,964 receiving yards in 2012. He appears today courtesy of his company... Primitive Performance. It is a line of Nano CBD products. You know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about Megatron. Calvin Johnson. Calvin, always great to talk about or to talk to you. How you feeling, Legend? I'm doing great, man. How you doing, Joe? I'm great, dude. I am great. So let me start by saying the Lions won a playoff game. They've got another one in their house. They are a win away from a shot at the Super Bowl. How hyped are you for this weekend? And does the whole thing seem even surreal even to you?
1: It does, man. I'm just excited to be here in this, you know, time in history because you know this is like a long time coming for Detroit. I'm excited like the blue it I'm at the game last week, like jumping up and down inside like a kid, you know. and I feel like everybody, half the people, like an hour before the game, that were in that, that were in their seat already standing it up probably had the same feeling, that you could feel the anticipation.
0: We're talking to Calvin Johnson. You know, it was great to see you at that game, and it was great to see Barry Sanders there, too. I could see how hyped you guys were. You know, when you and I spoke in February, you mentioned how pleased you were that your relationship with the team had improved. You know, given that and everything you accomplished with that team, everything you invested in that franchise, how important was it for you to be there for that day and to share in the success of that team and be a part of it?
1: One hundred percent. It is extremely important, you know, um, one to, you know, bring my, have my family back around the organization to be here in such a time where I support uh, my brother Dan as he's having, uh, you know, success here, you know, so to be here during such a, a monumental time here in Detroit's history, I mean, especially as, as it goes with the Lions, uh, it, it, it's important. I'm glad that, that we're, in, we're working in the right direction. And I'm extremely happy for this uh, team right now.
0: I think that's great. I love hearing that. Calvin Johnson is joining us. You mentioned your brother Dan. Like, Dan Campbell comes in, completely changes the culture of the team, sets the tone with his intensity. He's getting a ton of national run for it, and he should. I mean, deservedly so. Let me ask you this, though. Should we be talking more about the GM, Brad Holmes, and the job he's done in rebuilding that roster?
1: Heck yeah. I mean... You see, we saw what Brad was able to, you know, put together, at, you know, out there in L.A. You know, and we, I'm dang sure, um, I think everybody's able to see what he's doing here right now. You know, I hope everybody was able to see that clip of Brad last week when he was, you know, hyped up in the, in the, in the elevator going upstairs at, or coming downstairs after the game because, I mean, oh, that's authentic, man, because he, he's been in it. He's been here. He's putting, you, know, you know, obviously he's not a player, but blood, sweat, and tears, cliche, you know, he's doing that. You know, he's doing it with Dan and, and his organization.
0: Calvin Johnson joining us. You know, one of the deals. He made that big deal, of course. And Jared Goff, when he made that deal, it was not necessarily that well-received. And then you look at Goff, Calvin. He's reinvented himself and his career. He's had some help. He's got some playmakers around him. But what stands out to you when you think about the wideouts that Jared Goff has? Guys like Amon Ross St. Brown and the rest of their playmakers. When you watch them, what do you think?
1: You know, the one thing I would have to say that, that stands out to me is that you know, even though, I mean, you, you you see some of the guys emerging, obviously, uh, Ra. but the thing that, that I love about this group is that, you know, one, Coach randall L is having the guys ready, because, you know, they're not getting, it's not like they're getting the ball, each and every one of them, all the time, but you see that they're ready to make a play when their number is called, so they're always in tune, I, I, I put a lot of uh, credit up to the, to the receiver coach for keeping them dialed in, too.
0: The receiver coach who keeps them bought in, and these guys, credit to them for staying ready, right? Even when they're not getting the ball and they're all in. How much of that is about the overall culture and tone that Dan Campbell sets?
1: It, it, it 100% starts there. You know, it, you, it, it, it permeates throughout the team. You know, that where he came in, he came in from a, just super authentic, being himself. You know, not trying to impress anybody, but just being all about improving this team, and we've seen it. You know, he's you know, he's improved the team by putting great people around him, and you know, the great the one thing I love is just like I you say, half of his coaching staff, is, if not more, are our former players. Guys are going to buy in when you got somebody that's been there and done that, done the things that they want to do, and you have that guy in front of you um, teaching you every day. You're going to buy in, and it's just a matter of time at that point before things just start to click.
0: We're talking to the Hall of Famer, Calvin Johnson. You mentioned Amon Ra. Look, I think the guy's an absolute star. Like, I don't play favorites. And as much as I've tried, and I've tried, I've never actually spoken to this dude, even though he's a Southern California guy. But I absolutely love the guy. What do you like best about his game? And what do you make of the dude overall?
1: You know, I've only spent a little bit of time around Amon Ra. But from what I've known, what I've seen, what I've heard about the young man, is that one kid, he, he wants to work. He wants to outwork everybody else. And on top of that, you know, the, the kid seems like a humble, like he's humble in nature. Uh, I, I've been around him. I, I've spoken to him. You know, I know he likes to do his dance and all that stuff, but he's a hardworking kid, man. And that's why I appreciate most about him. And he, he wreaks havoc in the middle with his, you know, with his size and his strength.
0: Let me ask you something. Like, you know, you're, you're the guy. You're the guy. Like, that's your reaction to him. How did he react to you? Did he pick your brain? Did he afford you the respect that you've earned and you deserved? Like, what was he like with you?
1: <laughs> Man, a lot of guys, like guys, just be—they're kind of quiet. They don't—I don't know. if it's just, you know, they don't know what to say or ask or whatever. But I feel like I was like that with other guys too. Like I'm just like, sometimes you like the guys you watch, you grow up watching. You know, you just like you have a little, you know, you know, starstruck kind of moment. You don't know what to say, you know. But I'm, just, you know, I'm just trying to be around for those guys just to be a shoulder lean on. They got questions or what have you, a football or life. Like I'm just trying to be there for a show, be, be there as a. As a post for them goes.
0: Well, to be fair, dude, you are megatron. I can see where they might be like that. Calvin Johnson's joining us. So Sunday's game will be the second meeting between the Bucks and the Lions. Detroit one twenty to six in week number six. Calvin Baker Mayfield's elevated his place since then. How do you see the matchup between the Bucks passing game and the Lions secondary, which at times has been inconsistent?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the thing that excited me more than anything going into the playoffs were I was seeing. I knew you know CJ was coming back, but I was seeing other guys start to emerge and make more and more plays in the secondary, especially late in the later part of the season when it mattered. So I'm like, okay, let's just. I'm just hoping like that consistency, that little bit of momentum, um, that little bit of the heater, you know, stays hot throughout the playoffs. And they're just, I'm just hoping that they're just getting hot at the right time back there. So that, that's what excites me. Uh, as far as Baker, though, man, dang. The kids like he's having fun, like like obviously like he was in college, you know. So you know he, he can be dangerous. You know, I saw I watched the game last week. The kid, I mean, he has, he has a lively arm, man. So um, you just got to you got to be got to be you got to be able to hit him. You got to be able to get him in the backfield. Uh, if he's allowed to, you know, get outside the pocket and look downfield, or even just be in the pocket and look downfield, you know, he can he can make some plays with his arm.
0: I like that. I like that analysis a lot. I feel the same way. Calvin Johnson joining us. You mentioned CJ. How important is it to get him back, not only for what he can do on the field, but for his attitude overall?
1: Yes, man. I, 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 you got to love that attitude, especially as, as, you, as like one of your leaders as your quarterback back there on the defense. You know, you got to love that kind of energy. I feel like we had that um, here with, with, with Louis Delmas. You know, when I was playing here in Detroit, but you got to have that warrior back there, that leader, Um, you know, that fearless guy. And that—that that is C.J. up through and through. And he's a veteran, a playmaker. So it's, I'm, I've, I've been looking forward to getting him back on the field, man, because I love his energy. He Cal, brings it.
0: Kevin, let me ask you something. You came the closest of any player in NFL history to have 2,000 receiving yards in a single season. That was back in 2012. You came up just short. As you were tracking Tyreek Hill before he got hurt this year, like, are you at peace if he or somebody else breaks that record with the benefit of a 17th game? Or if that happens, are you going to kind of mentally put an asterisk on them and say, hey, man, you needed the extra game?
1: Oh, 100%. You know, I mean, shoot. The record should be, it should say 16 games or whatever it is. That's what the record should say. But anyway, long story short, 100%. 100%. You know, I know what I did. I, I, I mean, honestly, though, Tyreek, if he hadn't got hurt, he might have had a chance to do it in the same amount of games, honestly. The was, he was, man, the was balling this year. So, um, you know, it's it definitely, um, it's definitely hanging up there within reach for these guys, especially with the Azure game. I
0: appreciate you. I appreciate that response, too. All right, before you go, I want to talk to you about your business venture, primitive Performance. You've partnered with your former Lions teammate, Rob Sims. You've created a line of CBD products. What can you tell us about the company and the product line?
1: For sure, man. Um, I guess the, the main thing about our product line is that it features a high-performance nano-emulsion. So what that basically does is it, it talks about the, the, the size of the particle and it basically allows the, the particle to go through your intestinal stream, you get to your, get, get into your bloodstream faster, and not get caught up in your intestinal tract. But what's really big for us this year is that we're going through the NSF for sports certification process, which is basically the top seal of approval within the athletic community, and this is a huge step for our goal as far as product uh, development. But it'll allow us to be able to put our product in front of collegiate and professional athletes. So being able to have the top-tier uh, athletes uh, using our products, and, and I like, and with, with with our company, like I said, we we start from an authentic place. You know, we use these products that we started to make here um, when we were playing in the NFL. But the thing that is different, that differentiates, that differentiates the products are that our product has the anti-inflammatory uh, components that the products that we used to use did not. So we're just trying to elevate, um, you know, things that we used to use. That we're trying to bring new products that are all natural alternatives to the current athlete, you know, just to try to be able to, uh, you know, increase their, um, their 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 ability to be on the field and, re- and recover.
0: Availability is your best ability. And what about the average person listening? Would they benefit from the product? And if so, where would they go to get more information?
1: Yeah, 100%. These products are, like I say, we have a, a great uh, tasting uh, drink mix. With uh, four different flavors in the uh, transdermal topical cream, you can go to primitiveperformance.com uh, to purchase both of these things online. But yes, to anybody that has any kind of everyday bumps and bruises, wear and tear, um, arthritis, uh, any any of those things, you know, this I, I love our product. We have great reviews from it, and I believe it allows people to get back just to being themselves and their you know live their. Uh, best, best uh, quality advice.
0: I was just going to say, to be your best version of yourself. That's all any of us want. Last thought, I know you're not in the prediction business, but do you want to call your shot? Do you want to go on record? How do you think this game's going to play out?
1: Yo, 100% going down with the home team. Um, I do uh, believe that there's going to be probably a, a, a little bit of momentum shifts there, you know, but I, at the end of the day, uh, I'm giving it to the Lions. I, I, I would say, I'm an betting, man. But I give it a, you know, I give it a six, seven points, six point spread.
0: It's interesting, right? The spread right now is six and a half. Last I saw, he's a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, nine years with the Lions. He is all in. Megatron, Calvin Johnson joining us. Calvin, really appreciate you. Always great to have you on this show. Thanks so much. Nice for have me, Joe. Yes, sir. The legend, Megatron. Calvin Johnson, eight hey, lines. You can't get much more karma than that, right? Right before the game, Calvin Johnson coming back in. one 800 Lions fan, how you feeling? It's go time. You got a home playoff game. You won that home playoff game. You earned a second home playoff game. You're a big favorite in that playoff game. Win that game, and then you're a game away from the Super Bowl. Kind of surreal. one 800 Eight six eight six. All right, let's go to the phones quickly before the break. Let's go to Michigan, Mike in Michigan. Good to have you, Mike. How are you?
1: Doing good, Romy. How you doing today? Good, great. So this week I've been listening to uh, Lions fans calling, and you give them a hard time because they think, well, we can look past the Bucks this week. No, we can't. We cannot look past the Bucks this week. Anybody that watched that first game of the season? Baker missed at least three shots down the field. Wide open receivers against that Lions D. Go figure. We got problems in the secondary. So anybody that thinks Lions going to just have a cakewalk this week, don't think that. Go Lions.
0: Yeah, that was the point that I was trying to make. I mean, you're favored. You should be favored. You look like the better team. What I'm saying is it seemed to me some of the Lions fans after that tough win over the Rams were kind of coming up in here like, dude, We are a game away from the Super Bowl. No, you're not. You're a game away from being a game away from the Super Bowl. Do not overlook Tampa Bay. Don't assume that. Don't assume that. Baker Mayfield, to his point, he did miss some shots. Multiple shots earlier this year. That was week six, though. That guy looks like a different quarterback right now than he did then. And this is why I said to Calvin Johnson, what do you think about that matchup? I said that. I posed that question like that for a reason. What do you think about the matchup between Baker Mayfield and the Lions secondary, which has, to put it nicely, been inconsistent at times this year? And he, he knew where I was going with that. He's like, let me tell you something. Baker's playing well. Baker's a dangerous player right now. And we're getting healthy at the right time on the back end. But yes, we've given up some plays back there. So, again, I don't want to get into my whole analysis until the bottom of the hour. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not going to sit here and say, Baker Mayfield's my dude. Hey, Detroit, you're not going to win. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't overlook this guy. He's playing really good ball right now. He is taking shots downfield. He's got some weapons. And he's playing free. And he's playing confident. And he's playing with a lot of swagger. They're dangerous. Regardless of what you think, don't overlook them. Don't disrespect them. Don't sleep on them. On them. They're dangerous. I would not assume it. And by the way, you're a Lions fan. What are you doing assuming anything? I'm not saying don't feel great about where you're at. You should. I'm not saying don't be really excited about where you're at. But don't assume anything, man. (laughs) When, When did that change? How many times in your life have you had your heart broken, ripped out of your chest, and stomped on? And now you're like, ah, man, it's just Tampa Bay. I'm telling you. That attitude will get you beat. But you are heavily favored for a reason. I love the matchup. In fact, all the games are major spreads except for Buffalo and Kansas City. We'll get into all four. The big head and I. Anybody else in Detroit want to react? How you feeling about this? Am I making a lot of noise? And do you have it? Is the game effectively over? I mean, like it or not, Detroit, they're going to play the game. But... Do you have no concerns at all? Do you feel that strongly about that? You got this? Have you already moved on to Frisco? And for the record, Green Bay, I would make the same argument about that I'm making about Tampa Bay. Green Bay is going to have something to say about Frisco too. Also a dangerous team. This just in. The Ravens are better than any of them. And Houston's going to have something to say about that. It's going to be a really interesting weekend, I think. And I think if you're expecting blowouts like what we saw last weekend, I don't think it's going to happen. The potential is there for it, but I don't think it's going to happen because I've got too much respect for the likes of Jordan Love, CJ Stroud, Baker Mayfield even. I think we're going to get some really good games. Let's go to Ryan Tampa. Hey, Ryan, what's up? How are you? Thanks for the vine, Jim. You got it, dude. Go ahead, Ryan. What's up? You just want to no. call me and thank me for the vine. You don't like your welcome, like Ryan. Call. Not a very good call. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, man, thanks for the vine. Rack me. I'm out. Thanks for the vine, Rome. Where's my golden ticket? Thanks for the vine, Rome. Give me my 5K. Thanks for the vine, Rome. Where's my chip? Where's my strap? Where's my five GER? Where are the other members of the fraternity that I'm now a part of? Thanks for the Vine. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So I- instead of risking that happening again, I think I'll go to break. You know, we've had a pretty good week phone call wise. That's why I keep trying to go back in. I just need more than thanks for the Vine. I appreciate your concern for me. Hey, Rome, how you doing? Thanks for the Vine. Good, dude. How are you?
2: Thanks for the Vine. Dude.
0: And? You're welcome. And? What do you mean, and? Rome, rack my ass. Everybody loves a tax refund. The hard part, though, is waiting weeks for the money. At Jackson Hewitt, you can skip the wait. Get your money today. If you are approved for a no-fee advance loan on a prepaid card... Only Jackson Hewitt has a Money Today guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Hurry into Jackson Hewitt and reboot your loot. No fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. You're
1: listening to The Jim Rome Show.
0: All right, so let me jump in with some reaction. And again, a lot of it coming from Steeler fan at Salvador Yoga. Quote Do you national guys even hear yourselves? Let me stop right there. Dude, your tone does not suggest one of yoga at all. You sound angry. Hence the yoga, I guess. I got to quote before I even go any further, Sal. Do you national guys even hear yourselves? Hey, Salvador, do you even listen to me? Do you national guys even hear yourselves? You say Sirianni should lose his job after reaching the Super Bowl just last season. N- no, Salvador, that's not what I said. What do you mean, do we even hear ourselves? Do you even listen to me? I did not say that. seizing the I did not. Go back. Go back to your DVR. Rewind it. That's not what I said. Quote, You say Sirianni should lose his job after reaching the Super Bowl just last season. However, Tomlin lost at home this year in back-to-back games to two and 2-10 teams. And he needed help from the Titans to back into the playoffs. Hey, believe me. I gave them plenty of heat when they did lose those games. I wasn't saying, extend him now, best coach ever. Oh, no, believe me, I hit them hard when they lost those games. But here's the thing about you Pittsburgh guys. You don't listen. You don't even hear what I'm saying. You hear what you want to hear. I did not say Sirianni should lose his job. What I said was Sirianni, in effect, will be re-interviewing for his job. And let me tell you something else. Another difference that you Pittsburgh guys don't get. Your Pittsburgh team does not fire coaches. Ever. Chuck Knoll. Bill Cowher. Tomlin. Like, they all get like 20-year reigns or more. Philadelphia, on the other hand, does fire coaches. Something else that I made a point of saying, although you probably didn't hear that either. Not only does Philadelphia fire coaches, they fire Super Bowl winning coaches. They did. Which is why I made the point. They had this catastrophic collapse. And now the coach has to explain what happened and how he's going to fix it. That's what I said. I didn't say they should fire him. I said they had a catastrophic collapse and he needs to explain why that happened and what he's going to do to fix it and make sure it doesn't happen again. And one more thing, Salvador, the difference between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, Philadelphia had immense expectations, enormous expectations like Dallas. So you're falling prey to the same thing the Cowboy fan is. Hey, Rome, how is it different? Why is it different for McCarthy than Tomlin? Why is it different for Sirianni than Tomlin? You know why? Because your quarterback is tiny hands. And everybody's looking at your roster. Nobody expected Pitts other than you, Steeler fan, who thinks you're going to win the Super Bowl every single year. But rational people outside of Pittsburgh did not look at your roster and see anything other than the ceiling of a 10-win team which is what Mike Tomlin got out of that team. However, everybody looked at Philadelphia and saw a team that went to the Super Bowl, nearly won, and started 10-1 this year and thought, it's a damn good team. They might be the ones to beat, only to see them implode. That's the difference. Why do you keep trying to compare your situation to other situations that are not comps at all? At all. The Cowboys have a better roster. The Cowboys have a quarterback. Philadelphia has a better roster. Philadelphia's got a quarterback. I'm not saying that they're not flawed. They are, which is why Sirianni is re-interviewing for his job. Steeler fan, I, I don't get you at all. Why do you keep trying to make these comps and keep telling me that you national guys just don't get it? You just don't get it. I got a better question. How is it that I'm a national guy and I'm not on the inside and I do get it? But you're right there and you don't. Explain that to me. I guess you're stuck with that guy. But a lot of us outside the area would say you're still lucky to have that guy. And I've got a whole take on Tomlin. I love the way he showed up yesterday. I did. And remember when he bounced from the podium when they tried to ask him a question? I said, I said it. That's lame. That's not how you handle that. That's not straight fire. That's hypocritical, yo. That's not accountability. That's not responsibility. That's not all the things, Mike, that you say you stand for and have stood for your whole life. That's weak. I said that. But I saw a different Tomlin yesterday. A Tomlin who I think has heard the noise. For a guy that wants to block out the distractions, he's heard the noise. And now he's running on that fuel. Steelers fan, I'm not even actually against you. We're just not on the same page on this, clearly. But you know what, though? I appreciate your fire. It's better than apathy. Salvador yoga. Dude, where's the yoga in that? Where's the zen in that? Hope that helps, Sal. You don't need yoga. You just need a voice of reason, Sal. Me. That's what I'm here for. You should change your handle to like, Salvador, Rome is the voice of reason. Hey, Jim, early ATP, love the hoodie, watching on CBS Sportsnet, are you going to Big Bear Mountain right after the show for the weekend? Are you a knuckle-dragger, snowboarder, or a two-planker skier? Jake in NYC, hey, Jake, ease up, bro, ease up, bro, how you like me now? I bet Cindy doesn't like that. After she quaffed my perfect lettuce. This is the first time I've ever donned a hood on air, I think. Not in life, but on air. Rogues would be proud of me, except Rogues has never seen this show, except for the one time he appeared on the show, my son, Rogan Loam. Dude, he came back from Colorado and he visited for a few days. That kid went right to the mountain. He went to Big Bear. He went to Mammoth. Like, hey, yo, what about Mom-Pa? Peace. Yeah, Just to answer your question, am I going to Big Bear Mountain right after the show? Am I a knuckle-dragger, snowboarder, or a two-planker skier? The latter. The latter. Logs, though, got rid of the two planks. He's been boarding. All right, when we come back, speaking of the big head James Kelly and I. We're gonna break it down. I gotta get out. I want to make sure we have enough time. We are going to break it down. The divisional round.
1: Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Big head bets coming up momentarily. Quick reminder, though, clones, not all beef jerky is the same. By now, I'm sure you're aware of that. Old Trapper is original, old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered, all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because Northern Jerky compares to Old Trapper. What is your beef? So, we've been talking about it. It feels great. We are on to the divisional round With some incredible matchups in the NFL this weekend, some really tough games to call, A-T-S. We are joined right now by the big head, James Kelly. Head, what's going on?
2: Not much, Jim. Uh, Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back.
0: Right? You are lucky to be back, dude. You should be happy to be back. Listen, let me tell you something, dude. You are going to need every last thing at your disposal And the last thing you want to do is jerk with any sort of karma or mojo or juju since these games are tough enough to pick as is. Do I need to spell this out for you, dude? No, sir. Jerking with the Jard's karma was an absolutely idiotic thing to do. What did you get out of that, head? What did you get out of that? You got your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. You got your clock cleaned. You got your bankroll hammered, and for what? For what? A few lame laughs from a few lames on the X. Hope that was worth it, head, although I know it wasn't. So my question to you, have you learned your lesson?
2: Well, I believe I have learned my lesson, Jim, and I apologize. I feel like I've grown up quite a bit in the past few days, but I do admit if I see that certain commercial pop up in that first game early, I will be a little bit terrified. Um It's like a commercial actress has me in full mount right now in my head, and I can do nothing about it.
0: In other words, you apologize for absolutely nothing, and you've learned even less.
2: Conor McGregor right here. Telling
0: you something, dude. (laughs) I'm telling you a lot of things. Hey, quick aside. How many dogs have you washed this week?
2: Only a couple. It's like 20 degrees here right now, but we got it up and running, and early next week I'm going to have a lot of dogs at that dog wash. Have you gotten any reviews yet on Yelp? No, I don't think I have. No. Because it's, uh, it's too cold. I've no, been no, close no. for like four days. It's been right, brutal. You're
0: talking out your ass as always. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's do, do this. It. Texans at Baltimore. The Texans, Head, are a jungle team for the ages. I've made that very, very clear. The Ravens, though, arguably the most complete team in the NFL. Head, what is the number? What are you doing with this game?
2: Your Texans are nine and a half point underdogs, and for the third week in a row, I'm going to pick against your Texans. Uh, here's the thing: this Ravens defense won't have a glass jaw. For the jaw. third
0: week in a row, it's going to bite you in the ass, dude. <laughs> Just keep it up,
2: keep it up. The difference here: Cleveland Browns defense ass overrated, glass jaw. Ravens not so. They're legit. They rank first in they points, won second fifth in, yards. in
0: the NFL.
2: Yeah, fake numbers, horrible on the road. I should have seen that. My fault. I apologize. Yeah. That won't happen with these guys. They're even second in the red zone. The best plan of attack is to run the football against the Ravens, but the Texans don't run the football well, meaning CJ is going. See that? I I learned my lesson, I think, this week. Yeah, thank you uh meaning cj is gonna face this mother of a raven's pass d that's first in sacks and yards per pass on the other side of the ball there's more pressure on lamar jackson than any other player this weekend he's gonna be uh win his second nfl mvp as we know he has uh the better team in this matchup without question and this far he's one in three in the playoffs and his postseason numbers are horrible three touchdowns seven turnovers 56% 56% of his passes have been completed, a 68.3 rating. That is Mark Bulger bleep. No excuses, though. He will lean on the best running attack in football, but because of the Texans' run D, he will attack a pass defense that ranks 30th in completion percentage and 27th in yards per pass, and I think he does, and I'm going with the myth, the legend, big trust, new era, eight apparel right there, L-Jack, and the Ravens ah. minus nine and a half. <laughs>
0: How about Mark Bolger catching a stray? Where the hell did that come from?
2: Dude, I looked up postseason stats and Bolger, Chad Pennington, all better numbers than Lamar Jackson.
0: All right, so, I mean, yeah. There is a lot of pressure on him, a lot of focus on him. It's a given. It would be against jungle law for me not to ride with the Texans. But putting that aside for a minute, let's look at that matchup. C.J. Stroud and company lit the Browns up last week. And unlike you, I don't think that Browns defense was fake. They were ranked second in the NFL. Didn't matter. Very little does to C.J. This dude only shows up and shows out. And nothing affects him. And, of course, 38-year-old Joe Flacco picked a bad time to remember that he was 38-year-old Joe Flacco, and he gift-wrapped a couple of pick sixes. That helped. Soon-to-be MVP Lamar Jackson is not going to do that. I understand. I'll say it again. On paper, hell, on grass, the Ravens to me are the best team in the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. But here in the jungle, the Texans are unstoppable. And there is something really special going on. It's almost inexplicable, but... You know it when you see it. CJ is just a special cat. D'Amico Ryans has crazy it. Has them believing. Offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick is in his first year. He looks like a freaking genius. Genius. The Texans are not afraid. They're confident as hell. They're not here to take part. They're here to take over. They'll shock the world again. Yes, I will take the points. And I'm going to ride with the legend Nick Casario and the football legend CJ Stroud. Texans plus nine and a half. Great job to you, Allen. Packers, Niners, you know what? Head, same deal. A number one seed going against a young team that is playing lights out and is not afraid. I already know there's no way in hell. You pick against your stepbrother, Lobster JR. Mm. Not when he's had two weeks to prepare. Not when his team is well-rested. So, what's the number? Give me your thoughts.
2: The fam's 49ers are nine and a half point favorites. You know, I've been thinking about this all week. If an NFL team could choose between having Big Clock or Jordan Love, I'm trying to figure out who they take. And it's a really hard answer after the way Love's been playing football the last two months. And it's why I'm taking his Packers and the points here. He's lit. Since November 19th, he's thrown 21 touchdowns to one interception and is averaging 269 yards passing while having a rating of under 100 only one time. No quarterback in the world is throwing the football the way Jordan Love is, and the fact that Steve Wilk's defense' biggest weakness is teams that can throw the ball down the field and no one in football has thrown more passes 20-plus yards than Love has this season. The Packers have also averaged 151 yards per game rushing the last month. Now I am scared, um, bleepless, about my cover with my step-bro v. Uh, Joe Barry. His That's offense great. averages 6.61 yards per play. That is the seventh-best mark by any team in the Super Bowl era, and Joe Barry is Joe Barry. Also, the Packers are playing their fourth road game in five weeks, which is not good at all, terrible. Now, uh, sorry, Matt from Green Bay. If the Super Bowl is looking for the best team, it is my fam in the 49ers, but I'll still like your Packers here to cover a plus nine and a half. Wow, 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 wow.
0: Team, wow. I think Interesting as hell.
2: how teamwork works.
0: I, I like that. What we got here is the same number as Texans v. Ravens, nine and mm-hmm. a half. Same scenario, minus that crazy jungle karma. You got a young team with an incredible quarterback. You and I are on the same page. Jordan Love is not afraid, and he's looking you to know. shock the world and like CJ Stroud, Jordan looked incredible last week. In fact, has for the last several weeks. They might just do it. The Niners are going to be awfully tough to beat. They're coming off that bye, they're loaded, but there is a lot to like about Green Bay, mm-hmm. starting with Jordan Love. Aaron Jones, by the way, looked great against Dallas. He's been balling out since he came back and returned to health. And you heard him on the show this week, right? Mm-hmm. He was all locked in. Love is not going to panic. He's going to make plays. If, here's my argument, if Jones can pound the rock, if they can move the chains, if they can spin the clock, if they can keep the ball away from Brock Purdy, if they can limit San Francisco's possessions, if they can make a play defensively, I'm with you, the defense concerns me, but if they can make a play, maybe a special teams play, maybe, maybe, maybe they steal it, but I'll tell you this much, there is way too much to like about Green Bay for me to say that San Francisco is going to blow them out. I don't see it happening. I'm with you. I'm going to take the pack. And I'm going to take the points. Green Bay, plus nine and a half. Love to see it. Bucks Lions, love this matchup. I'm going to skip my thoughts on that going in. I'm going to let you run with it. What is the spread? Who do you like?
2: Uh, The value here would be plus six and a half for people that like Tampa Bay, and I do not want that at all. I'm going with the Lions and laying the points. I love Brad Holmes and the uh, roster he's built. The offense is humming. They're top five in yards per play, points per play, EPA per play, per rush, and per drive. Also, in seasons past, blitzing and a Todd Bowles D would give Jared Goff problems, but this season, Goff has averaged more yards per attempt when blitzed, then when not, and I looked at some numbers here. He played four games um, against the top five blitzing teams in the NFL this season. He's averaged 302 yards passing per game, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He the wants quest- that, right? What's Dude, I'm that? sorry
0: to interrupt. He wants it. He doesn't care about the blitz. He wants he it. Wants it. He, no, he wants it.
2: Big time. He wants to prove the doubters wrong. Um, the question is, is is his defense right? I don't underestimate Baker Mayfield like C.J. Gardner-Johnson does. But C.J.'s secondary should have help because Car-jack's of the Lions. You. What's that?
0: Carjack to you.
2: <laughs> Carjack, Gardner-Johnson. That is some great sound right there. So good. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. He should um, have some help because of the Lions' stout front seven and that Molinari run game of the Tampas. It doesn't hurt either that PFF has the Bucks as their worst offense, worst defense, and worst special teams, units left. Biggest worry here, Jim, Tampa is a warm-weather team. Weather reports suggest slight chance of rain, 23 degrees. How are you going to handle that, Todd? You do know we play
1: indoors, right? They got well,
2: Damn. Good point. My bad. ATS, the two best teams in football here, both covered 66% of their games, but I'm going with the ATS GOAT cannibal and his Lions, minus six and a half.
0: The ATS GOAT. I've been saying it all week. I'm happy as hell for the Lions fans, the Lions organization. I've also been saying all week I'm happy as hell for Baker Mayfield. You know I love that dude. His heart, his grit, his will, all that stuff. I think he's a hell of a leader. I love the way the Bucks have responded to him. Now, having said that, you never really know what you're going to get from them offensively. They just did get by Carolina in week 18 in a game they had to have, but then they rise up and they knock out Philly last week. I also know this, the Bucks cannot run the ball. They cannot run the ball, mm-hmm. and especially against Detroit, who's got the best run defense in the league, meaning Baker better wake up feeling dangerous and hunt that Lions secondary because at times, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. that Lions secondary is prone to lapses of assery. Interesting game. <laughs> I just think it's too big of an ask. It's too big of a lift for Tampa Bay. The Bucks are a great story, but asking them to go into that house and deal with that entire city of Detroit is too much to ask. I am going to ride with the Lions Beautiful. and lay the points. That joint is going to be fierce. I love Baker, and part of me would love to see him pull it off. I'd love to see that for Baker, but I just don't see it. Lions, minus 6.5. Nice. What do you think, Tommy, I'm going to ask you, do we save the fourth game for next hour or do we jam it in here? Head, your weekend is not starting yet. I'll see you next hour, dude. You're not walking off on that. I want to make sure you have enough room. Chiefs and Bills. I thought we had time. See you next hour, Head. Sorry about that. Not sorry at all. I'd like to apologize, Head, for thinking that your weekend was going to start at the end of this segment. I'd like to apologize for absolutely nothing. You stay on the clock, you show up next hour, and we'll pick that game. I don't want to shortchange you, dude. Even though the streak's broken, he and I agreed on two things. Yeah, I told you, I was not going to disagree with him out of spite two weeks in a row. I mean, it is about business, it is about money, it is about getting it right. All right, so the way this sets up, Top of the third hour, which is about 10 minutes from right now, Andrew Brandt will join us. He obviously has lots of takes on the Packers and the business of sport. Andrew Brandt will be joining me in about 10 minutes. On the other side of that, I want to finish what I started with the big head. We have not yet talked about Buffalo and Kansas City. That's the one game with a much smaller spread. Minus two and a half, last I saw. So you'll get both of our thoughts and our picks on that game. Alvin's week that was is next hour. The ATP is next hour. I did a Jim Rome podcast earlier in the week with Michael Lombardi, which holds up beautifully. You want to spin that sometime this weekend or after the show. And on top of that, it's not too late to get through 1 800 636 8686. Hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R O M E, at Lots to get done. Finish the week strongly. Hit that third hour hard. Let's go into the weekend and feel good about the way we go into that weekend. Andrew Brandt will be talking about the Packers. When we return, I'm Jim Rome, hour number three, coming up next.